welcome to Generation Why Am I Like This. I'm Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alec. <laughs> and I want to redo. <laughs> I kind of like it, though. <laughs> I do, too. And I'm Casey. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhoods. This week, it's Smart House. <laughs> Smart house. So, Smart House is one of, if not the best, decom of all time. It is the best. It is hands down the best. We're going to be debating that in more depth next week, but we all we we stand Smart House in this podcast, right? We all three of us stand, right? I like. I won't say it's like one of the best. Um, but it's good. It's a good one. So you think the zombie high is better than the? <laughs> no, that gave me a mental breakdown. We've been through this. Do not watch Disney zombies. No, I, as the person who can, I can confidently say I've seen the most decoms out of the three of us because it's me. You've I seen more than things. five decoms? Come on. <laughs> I've seen more than 30 decoms for sure. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of decoms. I feel like you're stealing that title from me. I don't steal things oh I earned. God, drama. <laughs> I mean, you've probably seen some more of the shitty recent ones, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen about the same amount of the classics as you. I'll, I'll give you that, depending on I'll what you mean by classics. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic. Not really. I just don't want to get into this argument this week. We'll save it for next week. Okay. Okay. So Smart House, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, came out in 1999. So this is a fairly early decom. So the first decom ever was under wraps and it came out in 97. And this, so this is a couple years later. But I think Smart House uh, has been voted the best decom in many online, like voting things and like in articles on websites and stuff. Like on their Wikipedia, it says like that it's been mentioned multiple times as like one of the best decoms. One of. Other people agree, Casey. Other people don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Something that I didn't know until recently is that it was directed by LeVar Burton. Apparently, Alec told us about this, and then I forgot. No, I swear to God that, like, one of you mentioned it. Like, I think, Liz, you were looking it up, and you're like, this was directed by LeVar Burton. I was like, what? No way. And so I looked it up. I was like, wow, it really was. And then, like, yesterday, you were like, oh, my God, this was directed by LeVar Burton. I thought I was I thought I was having an out of body experience like or a stroke or something I don't know (laughs) honestly during COVID times anything is possible with my brain so it's very (laughs) very possible that I saw it don't blame that on COVID (laughs) everything's made up and the points don't matter (laughs) I mean I don't know who knows uh but we all love LeVar Burton Uh, I'm a big huge reading rainbow fan of course but uh, I, I wasn't like a huge Star Trek person, but like he looks cool. He has that visor, right? sunglasses. Like that's yeah. pretty cool. QKC putting down his headphone or his headphone things. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Oh, beep up, boop. We need to put a picture of that on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just me saying beep up, boop. <laughs> this is going well. So, <laughs> another really interesting thing about Smart House is that the writer, one of the writers, Krieger uh, is his last name, he actually visited the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory to reset research the technology featured in Smart House and his other film, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. So, both of them being obviously very big into like future yes. and technology and stuff like that. Um, and he also was very convinced that he was not far off from what technology was going to become, which I think is true. We will talk about some of that when we get through the plot a little bit. Uh, some of the things that were predicted, I guess. I mean, I think a lot of things that were coming out in this time period predicted these same things. So it's not like I think Smart House is the OG of that concept, but, uh, it is pretty crazy how similar some of these things are, but Anybody want to say anything about the cast of the movie? Are you guys well, looking at me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I would say about the cast is that the main boy um, was... Ryan Merriman. 
Yeah, um, and I don't like him, and I was glad that his character oh. was murdered on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> He's also in Final Destination Three, so. And I'm glad. Isn't that he the he kid from Luck of the Irish? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like somehow an he made a <laughs> a movie about potatoes and magic less enjoyable. This is like one of the few ones I actually remember, like throughout my life. If someone says decoms, I'm like, oh yeah, Smart House. And the one thing I really remember the most about it is Pat or Pat, sorry, Pat, the embodiment of the house's like AI or whatever, um, which is voiced by Katie Sagal, who when I watched it as a kid, I didn't know who that was whatsoever. But then as I started watching like Futurama, I was like, oh my God, that's the same voice as Pat. And then every once in a while, I would see a rerun of Married with Children, which is like a deeply problematic show, but also like she's great in it and always looks <laughs> yeah. like peak perfection. Um, but she's just lovely. I love her. She's such a great presence. I remember watching this as a kid and seeing her and being like, oh, my God, Peg Bundy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I freaked out. <laughs> I mean, iconic looks all around. I think yeah. the reason that this movie is, in my opinion, one of the better decoms. I'll keep saying in my opinion, is because I... <laughs> that's that's my opinion! Uh, <laughs> so I think it's because the cast is really good. And I think that everybody yeah. in this movie is pretty good. Uh, I mean, as far as kid actors go, I think that the little girl, um, her name is Katie Bolding, um, who plays Angie. I think she's really cute and funny. I'm sorry, and, like, that is a 41-year-old woman trapped in like a <laughs> seven-year-old's body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's so good, though. I really like her. And then I think uh, that the dad is good. Um, his uh, Kevin Kilner. I don't know him from much else. And then also uh, Jessica Steen, who plays Sarah Barnes, who is the lady that invented the Sarah's career. That's just like a Laura Dern proxy, honestly. Yeah, she's just. I think they're just yeah. all really good. Like they do a good job. They're believable characters. They bring realness to the movie and i just i appreciate that part of it and that's why i think i like this movie i mean i think it's still watchable now and it's still fun to watch like it's yeah. not super corny so i mean it is but it's not i don't know how to I mean, it's also obviously we'll get to it. like come on <laughs> yeah um i i mean i said it a little bit ago but honestly i just don't know what it is i don't like ryan merriman even yeah. as a kid, watching him, and it's the same thing in Luck of the Irish, where I'm just like, you're playing the character like you're supposed to, I guess, but you're so whiny and annoying, and I just want someone to slap him constantly. Oh. Like, I think the movie would have been a thousand times better if his little sister just slapped him in the face at some you're moment, like, and it was wow, like, get over a, yourself. You're a boy that's <laughs> feeling emotion? Like, just get out of here. It's toxic masculinity, Casey. Come on. <laughs> that's what he is. <laughs> I don't care if you can cook. I don't care if you're taking on the duties of your mom. That's toxic masculinity. Well, this is actually a great segue into the beginning of the movie, which is that we meet Ben Cooper, who is taking it on himself to basically run this family. And so there's a family of three. It's his dad, Nick, and his sister, Angie. And he clearly is taking on a lot of responsibility to take care of the family. Like, he's, like, making sure that things get done at home. Um, But the movie, like, basically starts with him making dinner, which is tuna noodles, which, weirdly enough, I literally started watching this while eating leftover tuna noodles. So, uh, it was pretty crazy. Wild. Did you also leave on the oven when you left the house? (laughs) Like he did? (laughs) No, I can't say that because it was leftover tuna noodles, so they were just microwave. Did you leave on the microwave? I mean, yeah, it's plugged. Did you go take your little sister (laughs) to a party? (laughs) But I don't know. I for some reason when I saw him making that tuna noodles meal, I was like, this just brings me back. Like, I mean, obviously I was eating tuna noodles. (laughs) It brings me back to two seconds ago when I was eating tuna noodles. But, like, you don't see, like, in TV, you don't see people opening a can of soup and pouring it over some noodles, like, and being like, that's my meal. Like, I don't know. I just feel Cream like- Cream mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. I just appreciate that. I feel like everyone, when they're making meals now, it all has to look really healthy and, like, good for you. And it can't just be some, like, condensed soup on top of some noodles with tuna, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. It's like a TikTok feta, like, tomato pasta thing. Yeah, exactly. There's no easy 
foods anymore. I mean, this is definitely off topic, but I thought you were going to bring up the stupid trend that I hate so much of rich people wasting poor people food to make a disgusting TikTok meal thing. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Like the girl that like dumps all these like processed cheese and shit and beans onto her counter to make nachos and is literally mixing with her hands. And another person who literally makes like a bathtub full of ramen for no reason or the girl that makes a spaghetti o pie. It's disgusting and I hate it. And you know I what? just hate people right That's now. Just so wasteful. You know what I hate is when I see the people yes. that have made the like nacho tables or whatever, and they make like a whole table, like they put foil on their table and then they make nachos like all over their table. And the oh. thing is, is that, that there's no great. way those nachos are good very long because like you're not going to get the right distribution of things mm-hmm. on your nachos, and it's going to be so cold because and there's o- there's only ever like five people in the video, and I'm like, you're not going to eat a whole effing table of nachos like thank you for tuning in to our nacho podcast (laughs) another random off topic thing though but just broke my brain and i just saw another tiktok was it was a tiktok of like this is how you take like the perfect mirror selfie and then someone interrupts it and they're like every time you see someone on instagram or social media pretending to take a mirror selfie they're not they just have another camera set up taking a picture of them Look at it. It doesn't look like you're taking a picture in a mirror. It doesn't have any stuff on it. It doesn't have this reflection or the background. It's just them like this. And I was like, oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> Showed so many examples. And it blew my mind for a second. Don't don't break my brain like that. It's a Monday night. You can't do this I to me. Yeah, Let's go talk about a movie now, guys. <laughs> so Ben, while taking care of the whole family, is really into entering contests on the Internet. Uh, he wants to try to win stuff all the Same. time. I mean, <laughs> it's like me on Goodreads uh, trying to win every fucking book. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, I love it. I live for a contest online. I mean, because yeah. you can enter even if you don't purchase something. You know that? I didn't know that until recently. Did you no purchase that? required. It's like a law. Yeah. I just think that's great. Anyways. I never uh, do like online contests or anything it blows my mind when people win stuff and then i'm like oh yeah well you never enter (laughs) um i won a uh dunkin donuts um beyond sausage breakfast sandwich off of a instagram influencer one time so that's what's up whoa (laughs) (laughs) but but by that i mean they sent me a five dollar like duncan gift card yeah. and i was able to use it for a sandwich and it was good move over smart house we got duncan <laughs> <laughs> we have influencers now Ooh. so he enters the contest to win smart house and obviously wins that's the part of the movie it's very exciting oh. um so uh. it was kind of funny because when he's entering the contest he like keeps entering it over and over and over again and his dad's like, you need to stop being on the internet because then nobody can call. And I was like, oh, man, man remember those days? Those days. Remember those yeah. days? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when you were limited those to how much internet you could use. <clears throat> so he stays up all night and leaves the internet running and then doesn't even get to get the call that they won. <laughs> Which I have to say, this dad's a liar and I hate him as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because... <clears throat> Later on in the movie, he's talking to Sarah Barnes and he's, oh, no, it's like they're living in the house and the kids are already up. And he's like, my kids are impossible to wake up. Oh, they're already awake. But then we see this morning that uh, Ben wakes up late and the dad's like, well, did you forget to set your alarm last night? And he's like, yeah, why didn't you wake me? And he's like, set your alarm. And I'm like, you're a horrible father. <laughs> you yell at them for waking up and say you can't wake them up, but you do nothing to do it. And then you say you do. Stop gaslighting people. <laughs> wow. Casey's here to point out the inconsistencies in Smart House. Gosh, dang it. So once Ben wins and he finds out that he wins, they get to go. They basically like immediately move into this house, which is a little bit insane. Uh, the father, the father's very hesitant um, because he's like, I don't oh, even this can't know if be. I like, would say very hesitant. Well, because I mean, he's he like, like, oh, well, uh, surely they what like, what do they want out of this? Blah, blah, blah. But then like he sees the house. He's like, oh, what can it hurt? And I'm like, first of all, you have to pay taxes on that, even if it's a giveaway, like your tax. Like, have you ever seen any show where like. Uh, extreme home makeover thank you yeah that one yeah like, all those families go not all of them but like a lot of them go bankrupt because they can't afford the taxes yeah well i also like that they're walking around the house getting the tour and he's not sure if they want to move in or not 
but they're also giving the house like blood and tissue samples to yes, scan their which body. I specifically yes. wrote down. So the blood sample is first of all, these are the most ridiculous like tests ever. Like I know that we're supposed to suspend our disbelief because like a lot of this technology is crazy, but a lot of it is like, okay, that could maybe be a thing. But then when it's like, I just drew your blood and I know that you broke your bone like five years ago. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then it's like in a breathalyzer that knows your entire diet. And I'm like, what in the heck? I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious that it was like, you intake this much protein, this much vegetables, this much fruit. And it's like, uh, how did it know that? Because it's, it's reading your breath in the air. Like, <laughs> that was I... scary. <laughs> I just saw a note, and I do want to take it back. Uh, just a hot second. Uh, so the day that he finds out that they won the smart house, though, mm-hmm. he's he's wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> that just has an iron on of a basketball on it <laughs> while he's playing basketball. It must be the same costume designer <laughs> as so weird. That's yeah. what I was thinking. And Buffy. I just, <laughs> yes. I just love the idea that them be like, "Well, this kid really likes basketball. Well, what clothes would he have?" He was a basketball. I got an inkjet <laughs> printer. Let's do this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, obviously they do move in. We do get to see a little bit of the smart house technology in the beginning. Like, she makes a smoothie. Pat makes a smoothie. You know, and then it spills on the ground and she's able to suck the smoothie into the floor. Uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, and we also meet Pat, which Pat is short for Personal Applied Technology and has been created by our other female lead in this movie, Sarah Barnes. And Sarah is like this woman who is like, I'm so absorbed in my work that I never date anyone, but I dated a serial, like, what did she? Like, killer. Did she, yeah. Was it a killer? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, that it was like, like a, that part of the movie. a robber. <laughs> Or some like she dated some like oh. a thief or some like a bank robber. Was it yeah. a bank robber? I yeah. thought that was just a joke, but yeah. I think it was real. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. She basically is like, I always date the bad guy, so I instead I'm just gonna put all my time into my work. Which is foreshadowing. Wink. <laughs> then we get to kind of see like how the house works a little bit. We see that there's like these big <laughs> The house has these big, huge, like, screens, basically. The wall is a screen, which is a thing now, technically. They have, like, those huge freaking yeah. TVs that you can, like... Or just, yeah. like, a projector, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a huge part of it. We get to see the little girl in her bedroom dancing to Bewitched. So throw back to that episode. She's playing oh the Bewitched Say La Vie music video. Um, and I love that her brother comes in and makes fun of her and then later on dances to, like, a boy band and knows to like, an all even, the like, choreography. <laughs> less like more obscure that it wasn't even a group was it like it's just like a song that they made for the movie well that's what i thought bewitched was when i watched this so now i have no idea <laughs> a part of me is like they're all real then well no when i watched the movie i kept being like oh isn't this like 98 degrees or something stupid like that and then at the end i watched the credits and it was just listed the song as like by four separate male names and i was like oh i guess it was just four people they thought were going to be cool in a movie <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is funny, though, that he's like, oh, you listen to this crappy music. And then later on, just, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend that that song is better because Say La Vie is quality music. Um, so Nick and Sarah <laughs> begin dating, which upsets Ben, um, who hasn't moved on from the death of his mom. So this is like kind of starts the drama of the movie is that like. Nick obviously well I, not even that they start dating but obviously Nick has feelings for Sarah and the sister even says it is like oh I think dad really likes her you know and yeah so we start to see that conflict in the family well and like let's be real too the dad's just horny for her like crazy because yeah. the only reason why he agreed to even look at the house is because he saw her picture in the newspaper yeah about the house and was like she's beautiful and the kid's like yeah and it's fully automated and he's like she's automated <laughs> like <laughs> he's so <Ew>. stupid <laughs> yeah i mean it is i i do like sympathize with like i'm sure it's hard to meet people when you're a single father i don't know you know it's sad it's a sad story uh but <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad story yeah no so, i'm just like horny dad that's yeah, I mean, he is. And he <laughs> clearly uses any reason 
anything that's wrong with the house to, like, call her. Now, I will say, the first time he, like, truly does call her is because the malfunction happens with the orange smoothie, which is a lot of fun, but also super ridiculous. Like, his smart house is, like, (laughs) trying to make a smoothie, and then, like, that little, like, island thing that pops out out of the counter is, like, malfunction, malfunction, and there's just, like, (laughs) orange, like... (laughs) Orange is shooting everywhere, like, and it's crazy. Uh, it reminds me of um, Gremlins when the the inventor dad has the orange juice oh, machine yeah. thing, and it just like shoots. <laughs> I mean, that one is just shooting orange juice everywhere, but it's the same idea. Yeah, it's moments like this that I like to think of, like the production team and how there's people off camera just throwing oranges at this family. <laughs> and it makes me happy. That's the PA job I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, so he does contact Sarah, and we do see video chatting in this movie when he's talking to Sarah at some points, which I was like, hey, video chat, like, kind of, a, you know, because video chat wasn't a thing yet, right, in 99? I don't, if it was, it wasn't, like, commonplace. Yeah, yeah so. It wasn't I easy. Mean, I think that was, I mean, that is one, I think video chat, to me, is probably the most predicted like technology thing out there almost. Because I mean it was a Pee Wee's Christmas special. Yeah. 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 I just And the like Jetsons, but that's fine. It's like a ton of like <laughs> Well I'm not saying that things. was the first time. I'm saying like and <laughs> the thing we've already covered, like it was in that one. I just want to be snarky. Um also Story I did notice on the counter that Smart House has Fiesta wear. Um if we have any Fiesta <laughs> wear fans out there, um Smart House got it going on. Yeah. She got that hashtag Fiesta wear. <laughs> So, Make sure to tweet uh, at us with your favorite <laughs> fiesta wear. Yeah, what's your favorite piece? I like the picture a lot. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I like my mixing bowls. <laughs> so uh, once Ben starts one? to see, <laughs> once Ben starts to see this like potential relationship blooming between his his dad and Sarah, he decides to reprogram Pat to basically become the maternal figure of their family so that he can prove to the dad that he truly doesn't need anybody else and that they can function on their own. And so he somehow connects Pat to, like, a bunch of 1950s, like, TV shows. Uh, anything that's, like, very, you know, leave-it-to-beaver-mom moments and, like, in the kitchen being, like, and Does a she little become- apron. Does she become cool Pat first or is the 50s Pat first? I can't remember. The 50s Pat is first, but she, because the cool Pat is because she cares about the kids and she knows Mm. kids need to have fun. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, and that's why she becomes cool Pat. So she becomes this mom character or whatever. And so then she decides oh, the kids need to have fun. How do kids have fun? Because I think she overhears Nick telling Ben, like, you need to have fun. You need to go do stuff. Like, you don't need to, like, focus on the family so much. Like, we can also, we can take care of this, you know. You don't have to be the mom. You can go try out for basketball and, like, do what you want to do. And so then Pat overhears that and is like, what is fun? Let me look. Oh, Oh, yeah. She finds the videos. Um, and I do love Raves, that they, yeah, I do love that they show music party channel and like they yeah. make the, and the logo even looks like the MTV logo, but it's like MPC. <laughs> like, yeah. It just made me laugh. I was like, another oh, moment where classic. I was like, someone had to make that. And that's hilarious. They did a great yes. job. Yeah, like it looks a, so good. Yeah. It looks exactly like an MTV ripoff. So I appreciated it. But yeah, so Pat decides that uh ben needs a party to have some fun ben and angie have a party which i feel like it's mostly ben has a party i feel kind of bad yeah. i mean angie's having angie's fun there. I guess, but and she's like the bouncer <laughs> she's getting <laughs> right. people in at the door that's why i said she's like a 41 year old trapped in a 70 year old's body i know i loved her turning away those two girls be like you're not on the list Good- goodbye <laughs> right oh my gosh so this is while nick is going out on a date with sarah so they're not at the house um, I do love that one of Ben's friends came to the party and had printed off the email invite that he got and brought <laughs> right? a printout of the invite. <laughs> I was like, I love this so much. <laughs> I Ben and his friends are hilarious to me because they're like athletic nerds, which I yeah. love the combination. They're like, yeah. how can we get people to know that he's a boy? 
but also like he needs to be able to pre-program like this house so here's your personality <laughs> throw yeah. these two things together i mean it's ridiculous i like his friends i though. love it. i think his friends are good like i i feel like they are fun characters they're likable oh, yeah. i don't know it's very silly to say that I like his friends because it's like whatever, but I don't know. I just think that they're they're good yeah. characters, good little side yeah. characters. There's the one that like I can't say he is, but I feel like he's the neurotic friend, and yeah. I really like him for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so I I do like that the two of them show up first, of course, to the party, and they're like, "Let's turn on the boy band." <laughs> Choreographed jump, jump, dance. The house is jumping. Jump, jump, jump. The, the house, house is jumping. jumping. So then also <laughs> uh, the bully Ryan shows up to the party too. And also the bully's friend who has like bright red hair. And I was like, why are you coming from my college hairdo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's funny to me because these two characters look so much like every 90s bully that ever existed. Like it reminds me of uh, the Hocus Pocus bullies, like Ice mm-hmm. and whatever that guy's name is. I mean, yeah. the baggy clothes. Like, they always gave the bullies, like, just the same clothes. I don't know why, but it just makes me laugh. Um, they're so... Re- he kind of looks like Guy Fieri. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Guy Fieri's so nice now, is he spent all his, like, mean points back in the 90s. Back yeah. in Smart House. <laughs> yeah. Specifically. Um. So, when the bully, though, is trying to start a fight with Ben... He says one of the worst lines, which makes me so happy because it's like this one girl is trying to like dance with Ben and they both like each other. And then the bullies retort to it for some reason is like, so do I. I want him on his back begging for mercy. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to pause the movie for a minute. Be like, what? (laughs) What just happened? Uh, K- Casey's like, um, excuse me, gay undertones in a decom? <laughs> um, oh, Every well, uh, decom is a down. gay story. <laughs> oh my God. Um, his friend, I don't know the gender, I'm not assuming, but the bully's friend had big lesbian energy. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Pat invited Ryan specifically to humiliate him in front of everyone so that he could get, so she could help Ben not have this bully issue and so she puts like a spotlight on Ryan and I I will say that I think that this kid's performance as the bully is really good too like he's like yeah uh, yeah the light's on me because I'm so cool (laughs) like I don't know I just like yes this is every stupid idiot boy in high school or grade school or whatever middle school um so I did enjoy that part I did find the like holographic skull thing to be very random and like (laughs) what part of smart house is this i don't understand the technology here (laughs) not that we're supposed to i guess (laughs) it's it's letting you know the technology that exists to explain it later on there we go yeah so she has a scary skull (laughs) a skull that floats around and then she just straight up like electrocutes the kid with lightning (laughs) i know Oh my god! And then he runs out, and then it makes me his think. Have you guys have you guys seen that comic? That's like the floating skull that's like flaming and it's like screaming, and then it flies into the scream hole. I feel like I have. It makes me think of. It makes me think of uh, the floating skull heads in Zelda Wind Waker. Yeah, it's yes. yeah. You mean breath? Well, they're in Wind Waker too, but Breath of the Wild. Those like they're- flaming little. Skull I feel like they're most. I don't think they're in Breath of the Wild. They are the floaty skull heads. Yeah, I think they're in every game. Well, all the Zelda games, not every game ever, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they're in Mario. They're, they're in, in Animal Mario. Crossing. You saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so his bully friends run out. Yay! He defeated the bullies, but at the same time, he got a girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> This girl that has literally no personality. <laughs> but she has butterfly clips in her hair, so that's pretty cool. Like 13. That so is she her personality. Is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Her personality is hair clips. In the 90s, that was a personality. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was. Um, so get it, get it, Ben. You got a little girlfriend. Um, 
Pat then helps them clean up by sucking everything into Wait. the floor, which is <laughs> insane. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Before we get to the cleanup, we have to talk about the horrible soul train moment that they have. Oh my god. Yeah. It's painful to watch. It's really cringe. <laughs> There's nothing like a room full of middle schoolers lining up to do like their own solo soul train dance down the <laughs> row. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's also underwhelming. It's just like rocking back and forth and walking yeah. straight. <laughs> Not good. But okay, don't pretend like that wasn't your middle school dances. You did that? We didn't dance. <laughs> really? Did you dance? Yeah, I danced. I mean, I, mean, I like... I guess more of my high not school Not like dances. that. We didn't really have middle school dances, but like... We didn't get in a line and like do shit like that. We would like get in a circle and people would get in the middle of the circle. I mean, the kids who could actually dance did that, but, like, not these boring-ass white kids. My school was just full of boring-ass white kids. <laughs> Every time Cotton Eye Joe played, my friend Kristen and her brother Andy would do an Irish jig because they were trained Irish dancers. That's amazing. It. And it was great every time. Did anybody else dance to Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, like, every single high school dance? Because I feel like <laughs> that song played at every single one of my high school dances. Yeah. Just like I'm in love with a dancer instead of stripper, which was equally uncomfortable. <laughs> Somehow, like every dance I went to in high school, they ended up playing um, from the windows to the wall, to the wall. To the wall. And it was always like, are they going to say till the sweat drips down my balls or like the clean version, which I don't even remember what the clean version is. But I'll skeet skeet. I'll skeet skeet. And then the other one is, yeah, yeah. Ushers, yeah. Oh, Usher, yeah. That yeah. Was yeah. Always, always yeah. 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 <laughs> I do, I mean, while we're talking about it, I do remember being very upset because at my senior prom, I requested them play Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush and they didn't <laughs> play it. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 1992. Come on. <laughs> like, literally, the DJ was like, no. I was like, it'll be really funny, though. And he's like, no, it won't. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <sighs> I usually tried to talk the DJ into playing the time warp. I think it only really worked out once, but that's so lame. Like they need to entertain the theater kids too. Oh, I thought you meant asking for the time warp was lame. I was like, fuck you. Like I'm saying, there's a huge group of kids there that are probably theater kids, and they also need to have fun. Like they're like, I'm sorry if we can play the Casper slide like six times tonight. You can play the time warp once. That's all I'm saying. The Casper slide shuffle. Yes, both. Are we all living in different timelines? Wait, what is the Casper slide? <laughs> Isn't that one of the songs? Now I'm like, oh my gosh, is it Mandela The electric effect? slide? The Cupid shuffle? Like maybe the no, Casper slide wrong. is just something that I don't know the name of? I don't know. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry you guys just don't know culture. The Casper slide is a thing. How the fuck the is that? Clap, go? clap, clap, clap your hands to the left. I mean, I know. Take it back now, y'all. One hop I know time, the hoedown throwdown. Does that count? No, it doesn't, Hannah Montana. Two hops this time. That's cha-cha slide. <clears throat> That's the yeah. Casper slide. Oh. It literally says the Casper slide part two in the song, but it's also known as the cha-cha slide. Oh. It's the cha-cha slide. Yeah. The I've lyrics never... literally start, this is something new, the Casper slide part two. I have the lyrics in my hands. I literally don't think you're telling the truth (laughs) (laughs) it's your favorite part of the episode gaslighting casey (laughs) anyway anyways getting off of talking about dances uh we're cutting all this now i can't be humiliated like this (laughs) pat pat Helps to clean up the evidence of the party. <laughs> That's a dead body go, she pat, hides. Pat, pat your hands. <laughs> Everybody, pat your hands. So anyway, she sucks all the party stuff into the floor, which is really weird because I'm like, how did you suck a cup into the floor? I don't understand. Like, what if, like, what if she tried to suck some, like someone's feet into the floor? Like, <laughs> yeah. would they kill them? Well, and they threw everything, including, like, couch cushions and pillows that were dirty. And she was just like, it's mine now. She's like, nom, 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 Tasty. Right. I mean, I bet you could get rid of a body. Like, if you killed someone and threw yeah. it on Pat's floor, you're like, Pat, do the cleany sucky thing. <laughs> <laughs> Never say that again. So, uh, the problem, though, being that Gwen's sweater, a.k.a. Ben's new little girlfriend, 
is sitting on the living room plant. And so, uh, they got caught. And so Nick is like, Pat, I can't believe you threw this party behind my back and you have to be responsible with my kids. And he's all upset and being angry. Um, But then that's when Pat kind of switches into this like crazy overbearing, like super strict mom personality mode or whatever. And so that's, again, when Nick calls up Sarah and is like, I am scared. And so she shuts down <laughs> the whole pat. <laughs> hey, I'm scared. Uh, it should be it should be pointed out that like to this until this moment, we've never actually seen like the physical version of Katie Sagal, right? Yes. So like she's just been a voice and like mm-hmm. the AI in this house. Um, but then when she goes off the rails, she creates like a embodiment a of her. Yes. Yeah. And a, a cute outfit. I yeah, mean, she looks it's a great amazing. little like mid-century, you know, 50s outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Sarah thinks that she shut down the entire system, but she didn't. Pat overrides the system and is able to bring herself back online. And that's when she creates her like hologram version of Pat. And she starts just like, this is when like the horror movie version of Smart House starts because it's oh, kind of yeah. spooky. I mean, because she like comes in and it's like I'm here, and then there's like five <laughs> of the. There's like five of her at one point because she's like yeah. I can make a bunch of me, and then <laughs> right. uh, when she pushes Sarah out the door with that claw, the claw hand, the newspaper claw, yeah, the newspaper claw. <laughs> it's weird, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I do like how Sarah like goes out because you could definitely tell. They didn't know how they were going to do the CGI yet. And they're yeah. like, can you just like kind of spin a bit and then like, but walk backwards like you're being pushed out? She's like, oh, yes. yeah, okay, I'll try. <laughs> and then the bolting door, like steel door thing is so intense. <laughs> yeah, for real. I love I love that the studs pop up after the steel door's already yes. in place. I was like, what are you doing? What's well, it's happen? like the steel door goes there and then it's like, it like puts studs all over it. So it's like nailed in. Yeah, well, and they try to, before this that comes down, they try to get out, and then Pat just electrocutes them whenever they grab the doorknob. Yes. <laughs> She's so serious. So Pat is angry. So then they kind of don't know what to do, but of course, Ben is the one that comes up with a good idea, so he's able to contact Sarah via email. Um, Which, why and... wouldn't Pat be able to read the email? Like, in the movie earlier, we haven't talked about it, but like, there's a part where the dad is trying to call out... What is he trying to, why is he trying to call someone? And Pat's like, no, no, you should like, what I is it he's like? he's just trying to call Sarah, right? Yeah. But basically Pat stops him and then he tries yeah. on his cell phone and then Pat's like, no, no, no. And then like yeah. apparently Ben can send an email and it doesn't get detected by Pat, whatever. Yeah. Even though Pat can hack their email, like she's already shown that like she can. Pat is the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that while Ben is emailing, he's sitting in the sickest tub in the universe. And so if I had that tub, I would 100% be fine with being held captive by Pat. I'd be like, Pat probably try to drown you in that tub. Make me some smoothies. Let me sit in that tub. (laughs) That tub is deep enough that you could drown me. I could be fully submerged. That's That's my dream. dream. I'm in a tub I can drown in. Exactly. I'm a tall guy. I can't fit into tubs. Same. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a tall guy, but I'm. I'm a well, Liz, you just don't lady. even have a tub. Oh my gosh! I don't even have a tub. I have a shower only, and it makes me sad sometimes. And I really want a tub. I lived at a place that um, this old couple used to have, and it had one of those really, really deep bathtubs that had like a door With on a door? it. Oh. Yes. What a dream! It was heaven. It had jets <laughs> in it and everything. Uh. I could literally fill it up, and it would be like over my shoulders. The water would be, and I would just be fully <sighs> submerged. I didn't even have to bend my legs. That's how big this was. <laughs> like, it was I amazing. Will, I will officially have made it if I have a good tub in my house. Like that's yeah. like the moment that I'm like, I'm rich. That's peak wealth to me. Yeah. That and you know, like lunchables every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah anyways that is uh that's smart house honestly let's just end with the title <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> you know pat kills them uh, i was gonna say like you leave it off at the cliffhanger like you don't say if they survive or not it's like no that's that's fine. come listen to our next episode if you want to know how it ends no so sarah gets the email and she sneaks in through the newspaper uh claw hole <laughs> she well, they dies communicate in. with the rat she has like this rat 
pet yeah. thing that she ties a note to. And maybe that's before Ben sends the email, though, I guess. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I think it I is. Remember. That's how Ben knows to send the email. Yes, maybe. Yes, I don't yes, know. Yes. Yeah. But I do love how she hops into that. Yeah. Newspaper hole. She's like just an all of a sudden has like acrobatic movement right. or something. She like she's, used to be a diver or something. And she's we just a multifaceted woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's really cool, honestly. So or she's just happy, determined. Happy International Women's Day to her. Thank you, Sarah Barnes. Yeah. Thank you. And also Pat, to Pat. actually. Yeah. yeah. Pat. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, now Sarah's in there, but basically is also just trapped with the family. She can't really do anything. So cause she tries to like laser cut through Pat's little security around Pat's computer room. But then Pat mm-hmm. says, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Can we talk about though earlier Ben broke in by just literally unscrewing like the faceplate and he didn't do anything to it. But she has like a little laser thing to cut in and she can't get in the room. I just thought it was funny. But like Ben got in before Pat was like a crazy. Yeah, it was just thing. when Ben did it, it was like, it's so easy to get in this room. And she's like, I am here to break in this room. Like I got everything I need. And it's like, no, it's not. She has her cute time. little goggles. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyways, now she's trapped too. And basically Pat turns into a giant tornado, which is pretty fun. And yeah, it's she really does. mad. She's really mad. Um, but then Ben is able to just kind of talk her down. And he says that she's never going to be human and that she needs to let them go and she needs to let them be free and live their lives. Heartbreaking. And so Pat settles down. And then we kind of get to skip forward to they're all living happily in the house again. And Pat gets to keep her face, but yeah. it's in like a TV screen. And she has mm-hmm. now been like mostly changed back to good right i mean there's like a little you know she's like still got a little personality and a little zing to her but she's not uh ruining their lives anymore. what if what if there was like a stinger at the end where like they all go out or they like all go to bed and like a knife starts floating or something (laughs) that's like i want to fucking kill them (laughs) or it just shows her like researching and she's like murder how to hide bodies how to hide bodies i mean she can suck the body into the floor yes (laughs) suck the bodies in the floor suck the bodies in the floor (laughs) thank you rob zombie uh Uh, i will say though it didn't end on a stinger but a lot of decoms end with like a random freeze frame at like the last moment and it's like pat making a super creepy face and i was like she's (laughs) she will murder this family Yeah, it's like a freeze frame of a different screen, though, too. So it's like you're watching your TV that's frozen on an image of another screen that's frozen. Yeah, yeah they're like, it Pat is for sure is good now. Oh, wink. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that is Smart House. I love this Smart movie House. as a kid because, first of all, I love snacks. And the fact that someone <laughs> could make me snacks really easily, I was like, that would what be a dream. so cool. Like. <laughs> Were you also a fat kid, though, when they're like, uh, what's her, the girl's name, Angie? Like, what snack yeah. do you want? And she's like, uh, an orange smoothie. I was like, a bucket of nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's healthier. That sounds good. Five boxes of Totino's pizza rolls. She was getting a drink. I would have been like, um, a large Dr. Peppy. Thank you. Can you make me some artisanal bagel bites? Yum. Yeah, okay, what would your go-to Pat snack be? Pat snack. Pat snack. She showed a delicious charcuterie board, I have to say. Ooh. And I would like that. Also, mm. her little cupcakes and cakes and stuff look pretty tasty, too. They she had, delish. like, a, like, she had a good, like, array of, like, unique pastries that I was like, It was like, like a Parisian oh. pastry shop inside yeah. a Pat. Uh, a patisserie, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's the oh, French no. word for a pastry chef. <laughs> a yes. pat tisserie. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I would just love the option of having something different every day because I'm very indecisive on my snacks. Like, some days I want candy. Some days I want, like, a fucking cake. Some days I want a whole goddamn pizza. Like, let me live my life. But then let me take that as a pro and switch it to a con. Would it be like the Netflix dilemma, though, where you're like, you have so many things that you're just like, I could have... Food okay. is, no. food is always pe- happy. What? I would probably end up getting just like 
different versions of poutine though I'd like can i have some tikka masala poutine, poutine? that sounds poutine. amazing right now can you have a normal meal but put it over french fries for me that sounds like <laughs> my favorite thing ever <laughs> and then can you get me a bath going and i'm gonna go sit in the bath and eat some french fries covered in cheese <gasps> i would be like oh speaking of cheese i would be like Pat, can you please can you please make the kitchen sink like flow with nacho cheese like that's all i ever want oh my gosh that's the only way that those table nachos would work because Pat could keep them warm the whole time. Yeah. Pat could keep them warm. I love Pat. (laughs) (laughs) I love Pat. I love every kind of Pat. I just want to suck bodies in my floor, but I can't do that. (laughs) Because I don't have Uh, a So I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Smart House. I love this movie. I think it's wonderful. And I feel like... The reason that I picked this particular movie is because I think it's the most rewatched decom for me, maybe other than Halloween Town. I think Halloween Town and Smart House are probably the two that I've watched the most. Um, and so this one definitely sticks out to me. I think we will do Halloween Town sometime in the future during Halloween yeah. times. Um, but yeah, it's definitely also up there for me. So. I would say Halloween Town. I probably watch that the most, but I think I watch it like every October. Yeah, I love because it's movie. a good Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The first and second. I love nice. it. I'm so happy we're doing a decom month. <laughs> Before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like to let you know that we do have a visual companion to accompany this episode. You can find it on Twitter at Why Am I Like This, Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast, or Facebook on our Generation Why Am I Like This fan page. If you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is why am I like this at gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, give us lovins. We need it. And honestly, we deserve it. We do deserve yeah, it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Pat. <laughs> yeah. So many good things. <laughs> Yay, many good things. Uh I'm more than happy to start. Um, I recently celebrated uh, an anniversary with Isaiah. Um, we had a great day of lots of food, you know, riding that food train that we were just talking about. Um, but my mini good thing actually is we decided to watch a movie with dinner and we were kind of unsure what we wanted to watch. And on a whim, we settled on the 1988 cult classic Earth Girls Are Easy. Um, guys, it was really fun. <laughs> it's such a fun <laughs> movie. I had heard of it before, but I really didn't know anything about it um, other than the title. But it's a great kind of uh, 80s slash like it felt very mid-century, you know, throwback to all that alien stuff. But it starts Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum. And he's like 100% daddy in this movie. Um, and also <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey. And it's it's a great cast. It's great um, to look at. It's it's really fun. I liked it. Very funny. Okay, I'll go next. I have two things. My first one being that basically I feel like almost every day I've been watching uh, John Wolf on YouTube. He does horror movie game walkthroughs and like playthroughs. And I just like love him. I think he's so funny. So if you like spooky games, he is... I I like him because he's not ridiculous. Like, I think a lot of, like, horror movie gameplay people are, like, just constantly screaming all the time and they're so loud and obnoxious. And he's, like, to me, somebody that I can hang out with. Like, I'm like, so, John, if you're listening, I would love to hang out sometime. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, I basically feel like I am hanging out with you every day. Um, but yeah, I really just enjoy his playthroughs and like, he's really funny to me. And so I've been really enjoying his channel. So I just watched Moxie on Netflix. Blair and I both watched it together. It is directed by Amy Poehler and it was a lot of fun. I don't think it was made for like my age group. It's definitely aimed towards younger people, but I really thought it was a good movie. It's kind of, it's about a girl who finds out that her mom was like huge into protesting when she was younger And then it's kind of about, like, how high school boys are still horrible and that a lot of stuff hasn't changed still. And, like, about where, like, sexist culture has come today. Um, And just how obsessed we are with, like, the football boys and, like, all that kind of stuff and how we let things go even though that we shouldn't. Uh, And so this girl starts, like, a zine called Moxie and, uh, like, basically calls out all the 
crap that's happening at her school. And it's really fun. I really liked it. I love zine, like, culture, kind of not the nods that they have in the movie to that. And it was just really fun. So I recommend it. It was good. Cool. Nice. That sounds nice. Well, my mini good thing this week, since I've been furloughed for like a year, I've been taking some random fun online classes, nothing like an actual degree or something, just like, I like doing art. I want to learn more about it. And I just started a new one this week about making illustrations. And the teacher is fantastic. And I love it so much. And the first week is literally all about like, make your goals for an entire year, make this really cute, like vision board kind of thing. And like, she had like six rules to remember about like doing art. And a lot of them are more about mental health than it actually is about like, how great of an artist you are. And I, I just liked the idea behind it. She's like 40% of art is more about like your mental state and 60% is like actually the thing that you can do. So yeah. it's a good place to start by focusing on that 40% and then you'll learn the other things as you go. It's just nice. And so I'm really excited to do this class and I, I'm just happy about it. Nice. Very good. Love it. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Next week, we're going to yeah. all be back. For a special episode. <laughs> Do we take a week off? <laughs> well, no. I just mean like it's all our episodes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So yeah. it's a special group episode where we're going to rank some DCOMs for you guys. Not all of them. Not all of them. Casey. Some of them. We're going to put in our top picks. So we will explain more next week. We'll see yes. you then. Fun. Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.